When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hi Anna Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And this is Scary Scary Stories Stories to Tell on the Pod. It's actually a podcast. Did you know? Have you ever thought about what a podcast might be? Well, you're listening to one. (laughs) It's about scary stories, frightening ideas, spooky thoughts, and chills. Mm -hmm. And because it's a Monday, uh, this is the day in which we crack open one of the three Alvin Schwartz, Stephen Gamble books, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and read one of the tales for you. A friend asked me, oh... Isn't there like a limited amount of stories? What will you do when you run out of them? And I was like, I just assumed I'd be dead before that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This is not. <laughs> are you expecting to live into 2021? No. No. Um, not my ass. There's some other, you know, because this is, brings up a good point because people are worried. Uh, but what's the good news is we've been getting a ton of amazing stories sent in from listeners like you. Yeah. So we have no shortage of those. And also uh, people often point out the scary story book in a dark, dark Room. Room. Yeah. Uh, which is another Alvin Schwartz book. Yes, that's right. For younger children that includes the iconic uh, story, The Green Ribbon, which yes. everyone loves so much. That's right. So Sorry we'll to just yell in your ear just now. I really get very cranky when the levels uh, go up. There's also scary podcast. stories. Oh, no. There's – oh, yeah. Scary stories to tell at sleepovers is another one. Um, right. And then there's um, Short and Shivery. There's a whole series of, of Short and Shivery, <gasps> which are uh, scary stories from around the whole damn world. There's some about were hyenas from Africa that scared the hell out of me. Where what? Were hyenas. Oh. And that really scared me. They – because they're scary animals, let alone monsters. They're, vo- they're more vocal. They're already sort of bridging the gap between human and wolf. They pee in the water they drink, and it's an <laughs> evolutionary thing because they can't get parasites. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? I watched a video about a man who um, has a sanctuary for hyenas. And if okay. the man is to be believed, he says that it is very difficult for hyenas to contract parasites because they roll in uh, shit and um, – decomposing animals and they urinate in their water sources and they think it is because uh, it is a fail safe to keep them from they have a bit bigger resistance to um <laughs> truly as i'm saying and i'm believing Thank it you. less and less but this is this what is the like man said tony robbins morning routine like the <laughs> ice bath this feels like i i'm having a manic episode <laughs> but um, i don't feel great listening to it <laughs> I gotta say, physically oh, worse yeah, than I'm before so sorry. you started I'm talking. I'm so sorry to share that. But yeah, short and shivery, long story short, um, and shivery. Yeah, we can always kidnap Stephen Gamble and Alvin Schwartz. If, Alvin uh, Schwartz is dead. But um, oh, well, <laughs> whatever it takes. But Stephen Gamble's still around, and Alvin Schwartz's son is around, and we need to watch that documentary about this. Uh, about scary stories to tell in the dark. We do, and I still need to see the movie. It's sort of inexcusable. <gasps> I know we have. To we'll do it. an episode about the movie. <gasps> Yeah, how long are you in town? Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. 
So today is my turn. It is. It's simply my turn. And today's story is from the first book, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. It is from the sort of, uh, it's from the section called Other Dangers. And it is called The Hook. Classic. Donald and Sarah went to the movies, period. Mm. Classic opening line. Yeah. It's it's no two people adjectives. with zero defining attributes. Right. But- They're doing a task. <laughs> oh my god. They went to the movies. What do you think they saw? Um, I'm gonna guess Rebel Without a Cause. Sure. Or The King and I. I feel like weirdly they went to see the weather. Like, they're just watching the weather. It's just a screen overlooking the prairie. Or no, just like an, where the screen should be is just an empty space. And there's there's a weatherman, like, standing a mile and a half out in the field saying what the weather is. And they're watching that. Okay, great. Then they went for a ride in Donald's car. Donald has a boner. Mm. They parked up on a hill at the edge of town. From there, they could see the lights up and down the valley. Oh, this is California. Oh, I guess so. Wow. Yeah, I was just, when I picture valley, I think field. Right. I was like, what lights? Ghosts? <laughs> Let's go look at the ghosts and not touch each other. <laughs> that's that's a great slogan. Let's go look at the ghosts and not touch each other. <laughs> that the, is my wedding vows. For, for the, the Christian future. couple who enjoys ghosts. <laughs> they are there. They, they exist. There. This is a niche audience that is not being catered to. <laughs> Donald turned on the radio and found some music. But an announcer broke in with a news bulletin. A murderer had escaped from the state prison. He was armed with a knife and was headed south on foot. His left hand was missing. In its place, he wore a hook. I am just now realizing Mm -hmm. how weird and unlikely it is that a violent criminal would be given a hook. (laughs) Would be allowed to be... Although, here's the thought. I always miss the part where it says he brings a knife. He's got a knife. Because the hook, maybe the hook is not, have we just been assuming the hook is a weapon and it's more practical? It's a practical. This is an ableist story is what I'm realizing. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. This is canceled. <laughs> um, and just at this point, I will tell you that the picture is a, a hook on sort of a, like a trophy platform. Mm-hmm. And it's got some real typical SGR, some Stephen Gamble roots, <laughs> some drips, and then it has a... Um, a shadow and the shadow is reversed. Right. Which is spooky. It looks a little bit like a butt. You're Straight so right. Yeah. It looks like a, a butt. Looks like a Branson Reese butt. <laughs> like how Branson Reese would draw does. a butt. It does. Yeah, sort not of Not Branson's like, butt. No, not Branson's butt, which he won't show us, which I think is unfair. We um, screamed and cried. Show us your B. And then he shows us like his, his beard. butter. <laughs> it's like, don't. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, this it, yeah, the butt looks like the end of a bone. Mm. Okay, leave me alone. I'm telling a story. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll up the windows and lock the doors, said Sarah. That's a good idea, said Donald. Oh, my God. Okay, Sarah, you are a thousand times more interesting than Donald. You need to wait <laughs> until after college. Your, your decade is your 40s. Mm-hmm. Stop dating. Yeah, the, nothing is good for you here. Focus on your PhD. This guy is a drip. Right. You had that great idea about like waterproof purses. Like that feels like something you could utilize later. Even if that's not ultimately the thing, I think it's one thing mm-hmm. that could lead to other things. You're 17. Like this is, you had, you had your first good idea. That's amazing. You need to, you need to walk away from this deal. Mm-hmm. Donald. That prison isn't too far away, said Sarah. 
Maybe we really should go home. But it's only 10 o'clock, said Donald. Donald has a boner and he's not thinking because he was never taught how to have feelings. I was always kind of shocked. I don't know why I assumed uh, curfews were much earlier in like the 1950s. And for whatever reason to me, like 10 p.m. sounds late for them. But I don't know what what decade this is. (gasps) That's true. That's interesting. I know you always just assume that it's 50s. Right. The royal you, not you, Andrew. (laughs) This is not an attack. You always always think it's the 1950s. You're an Eisenhower apologist, and I can't stand it. He likes Mike. <laughs> um. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. I don't care what time it is, she said. Yes. Yeah. I Get love your this, PhD. Yep. Move on. I don't care what time it is, she said. I want to go home. Look, Sarah, said Donald. Oh, no. This fucking guy. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. He's not he's not getting himself any favors from us. He said some rude things to me on Twitter. <laughs> um, but he thinks we're friends. It's weird. It's like he thinks he's being funny, but it's actually very hurtful. You don't know me like that. You don't know me well enough to right. talk like that to me, especially you, in public. You can't call me a fruit bat. You know, like that's not something no. I feel. Yeah. Oh, my God. Awful. He can't like he's always posting like sexually suggestive things after like neutral weird tweets. And it's like, I don't think you would do this to like the Legion of Skanks guys. Yeah. I posted a picture of a bunny cake. Like, how are you going to sexualize that? Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. Like, what else would you hop you're trying like, so hard. Are you okay? Donald. Um, Look, Sarah, said Donald. He's in the room. He's not going to climb all the way up here. Why would he do that? Even if he did, all the doors are locked. How could he get in? Donald sucks. That's such a weird, that's such a weird logic to take. That's like saying like, let's drive into the bear enclosure in our car. Like they're out there. We're in here. The doors are locked. Like people can break windows. Why what do you think? Come all the way up here. Like, cause he's escaping from prison and needs a car. Right. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Yeah. Donald, he could take that hook and break through a window and open a door. Thank she you, said. Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Man, if she's able to play out the tape, he's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's unable to conceptualize how he will feel in the future given different circumstances. Exactly. He can't do that. He can't conceptualize. Um, I'm scared. I want to go home. Donald was annoyed. Okay, fuck. Sorry, that's not part of this. <laughs> okay, fuck. Actually. Also, Sarah's doing um, a very classic, a very classic thing taught in Improv 101, which is when you feel lost, say how you feel, and then say what you want. Yeah. You know, that's really good advice. I'm scared. I want this. Very good. That's really good. And then Donald does a good thing next. That's sort of another good improv thing, which is to observe something about your scene partner. Great. Donald was annoyed. 
Girls are always afraid of something, he said. Yeah, say something about your point of view. Oh, um, boy. Donald, I guess I'm just now realizing that Donald is the name of the president. Uh-huh. And that Sarah is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Oh. And the hook, I guess, is Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. As he started the car, Sarah thought she heard someone or something scratching at her door. That's, trust your instinct there. That's a thing that, if you hear anything scratching at your door, nothing is good. It's not going to be a good thing. <laughs> I was just going to say, if something's essing at your D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's her, that, imagine sucking at your, your dick. dick. Like, <laughs> that's something that someone would do to you in a Starbucks. <laughs> I know, or the eagle. It's like, uh, oh. I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> did you hear that? She asked as they roared away. Okay, not an energy efficient vehicle. Oh. It sounded like someone was trying to get in. Oh, sure, said Donald. She's still going to fuck this guy for like a year and a half. And you'll know, Sarah. Man, I've done this. Um, soon they got to her house. Would you like to come in and have some cocoa? She asked. Sarah. 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 You put, you stood up for yourself. Now don't sit down for yourself. Sarah, you you had a standard. I know it felt uncomfortable. Stick with it. That's crazy. What would you say to a friend who was dating this guy? Now apply it to yourself. Although maybe that is, there's a potential thing in there where she's like, she knows he's not going to say yes. You know what I mean? Like where she could be like, you want to come in for some, like her parents are in there. It's, you know, like. I don't think, I think she lives. She lives in a different time. Boy, oh boy. No, he said, I've got to go home. Donald. What is going on with Donald? Yeah. Is everything okay at home? I think. He's so mad that he didn't have sex tonight. He's so mad already that he's not ready to not feel mad. They should they should read this in schools and be like, where did everyone go wrong? And I know. be like, and it's not about the hook hand. I do have a pitch for a reality show where someone just goes around and lives their life and then a therapist sits down with them and looks at the tape and is like, Okay, so here are your like old ideas from childhood that you need to abandon. <laughs> and like here's here's wow. your attachment disorder, here's what you did wrong. That's a great not show. like in an attack way, but just like here's what you may not notice you're doing. In order wow. to help you be healthier. Because I watch so much 90 Day Fiance and yeah. it's just a museum of attachment disorders, this whole mm, show. Mm-hmm. And like if someone could just sit down with them and be like very caring, like, hey, do you see where you um, threatened to take the baby from her and go back to the United States yeah. because you're a citizen and she's not? And then she was upset. So let's talk about that. Right. Um, That's a great idea for a show. What would it be called? Thank you. It would be called Here's What We Won't Do. That's really good. Great. Yeah, Thank you. Love that. No, he said, I've got to go home. He's angry. His boner's gone. He's going to go home and I guess jerk off next to his roommate like they do every <laughs> night. Um, he went around to the other side of the car to let her out. Hanging on the door handle was a hick. <whistles> Spooky. Oh, do that. Do that sound. No. no oh. Okay. <laughs> Scary. This one, okay. Okay. The hook-handed person went to the lover's lane. Yeah. 
to steal their car, I would assume. I guess or to, to murder them because in this sort of series, like a yeah. murderer is a murderer is a murderer. They have one want. It's to murder. Yeah. It's like a, a murder is like a garden tool. Its name is what it does. Ho, shovel. Wow. Good point. Was there anything else? Carrot. It's <laughs> the only thing I could think. I'm sorry. Rake. Yeah. Wow. Um, I said that without thinking that. I said that being like, this was probably going to not be true. But then it kind of is true. Kind of is true. You should teach a class. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. This story. So what's scary about it? A scale one to ten. Um, okay. Um, it's scary being in a secluded place. Yes. Um, it's scary when something that was supposed to be fun and romantic uh, is suddenly um, something that is life-threatening. Yes. It's scary to not be believed. Yeah, it's scary to be trapped. Mm-hmm. It's scary to um, ignore. Yep. And it's scary um, – it, like it's funny how an escaped convict – it's funny how in in a folklore brain an escaped convict means like they're escaping to kill more people. It's all they want. As opposed to like they're escaping to get out of prison right. and keep a low profile. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a car is important. Right. Um. Yeah, I think a, a radio bulletin is frightening. Have you ever like? I guess our equivalent now is like Amber Alerts on our phones. Oh, I don't know that scary. I've heard a radio like attention. I know? know it's also like radio stations now are so corporatized. Once I was on a train. I was the summer before my freshman year of co- of, of college. I was living in the city doing a summer program. And um, the train stopped and an announcement went about the bombings in London. And there was oh. like. Uh, Wait, there, where was this train? It was a it was a Q train coming from Astoria. Oh. And it wasn't like it wasn't like attention. There have been bombings in London because it happened earlier in the day. But the train like stopped and the conductor was like due to the bombings like please keep extra aware and vigilant about. And I I was like 18 years old. So like, what did I know? And it was so scary to be like, why? Like what bombings? Like, is he talking about the London bomb? Like it was very scary. That's as close as I've gotten to a bulletin. Yeah. Yeah. A bulletin is scary. Famously. Yeah, we did. We also, Florida has a bunch of weird um, code, like code red, code blah, blah, blah. Uh, that aren't just like, there's a fire, there's a person with a weapon on campus. Um, and I, I forget what color it was, but once um, in the middle of like sixth grade, someone's like, we're having a code, blah, blah, blah. And uh, all the all the teachers like locked our portables and it was that there was a an animal on campus. What? <laughs> like a dog, like a, like a wild dog was on campus. A wild dog? Yeah, it was kind of in a rough neighborhood in my middle school. Oh. Um, and so I guess, and I, I think maybe they thought it had, ra- like I don't think it had rabies, but there was less like a, an unaccounted for dog on campus. And so that's fun. <laughs> unaccounted for dog is very. That's my brand. Yeah. yeah Loose yeah. dog. Loose dog. Maybe that should be my production company name. Loose dog. Yeah. That's really good. Man. Um, so yeah, those are some scary things. What drew you to this story? To reach, um, I think it's good to cover some of these uh, sort of urban legendy stories because mm-hmm. um, that is a a big bread and butter. There, it's a bread basket. Uh-huh. It's one of the breads and butters. Breed. It's not the main one. Breed. <laughs> um, and I think it like it, I just remember either telling my mom this story or her telling me. Mm. Like, I was obsessed with these books and wanted desperately to share my hobbies with her. 
Yeah. Um, oh, that's nice. You know. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I find it spooky. Also, like, the idea of being in a car with someone my same age was so exotic to me because I was right. really not allowed. I lied to my parents for all of high school and told them because I wasn't allowed to be driven around by my peers. Wow. I, so I would say, like, Courtney's mom drove us instead yeah. of, like, Courtney drove us. Also very, but very attentive of your parents. Because, I mean, yeah, that probably is a... Oh, I wouldn't let my kid have friends. <laughs> I would keep them very pale, yeah. very indoors. A strict diet of porridge. I would tell them, be the wolf peck. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Is it too early to cast this? No, please. Um, who do we think for Donald and Sarah? Um, Let's say they can be any age. Yeah, I would say... I don't, again, I don't know why, but I like want to cast in the fifties. I want to cast Natalie Wood oh. as Sarah, uh, or wow. or the actress who played um, Mayella Ewell in uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay, the one who's like, I got something to say. Oh and yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. say it no more. Um, and then for maybe um Robert Duvall as Donald, wow. like a young young Robert Duvall. These are niche. Yeah, I'm going. I'm in my mind's eye. It's like black and white. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, how about you? Huh. Good question. Maybe like um a Kirsten Dunst. Oh. Or like a no. You know what? Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. That's really, really good. Really good at Sarah. Yeah. Like Just Kiki. sort of like a, I've got such a good head on my shoulders that it's limiting my dating prospects. <laughs> um, I'm sorry to this man. That clip, good Lord, it, so good. Nothing is funnier to me. Sorry to this I man. I know by the time this comes out, though. People will be, will be furious reference. at us. For um, I'm sorry to this man. It's such a funny. <laughs> it's needlessly the, giving. So generous. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry to this man to Dick Cheney is the exact <laughs> right way it's, to ruin his life. Right. I'm sorry to this man. Or it's just, man. You're not giving him the um, the privilege of outrage. Yeah. You know? He's a war criminal who profited <laughs> from his crimes. Who's the um, who's the guy who everyone's getting all hot and bothered about on Netflix? He plays like every teen boyfriend. I feel like I he's kind know. of a Donald type. Or maybe the guy who plays Steve in Stranger Things. I was going to say that. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Like a Steve. Um, that's like the cute guy who helps. The cute or the guy, scary the, man. He's the cute guy who okay, helps. Okay, good. Who starts off bad and then is good. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. People are obsessed with that guy who's shirtless with a mustache. Oh, no, it's I find Steve. him to be, not him as an actor, but right. that character to be extraordinarily unsettling. Oh my God. I, and all, whoever the wig designers for that show, hats off because those yeah. wigs are unhinged hair shapes. I just love it. Every really good HSs. Yeah, I love it. Um, um, yeah, those are all... Who Who would you cast as the anthropomorphic hook? The hook? Um, I mean, Andy Serkis is really looking to direct oh, yeah. more, but yeah. um, I'm making that up. It sounds right. <laughs> uh, I would say... Uh, the dog who played Wishbone. Oh, you, you, I feel like you always know animal dog, animal actor names. Do you know yeah. what that animal's name was? Up. Um, Anna, Anna 
famously knows the actor names of the dogs who played Eddie yeah. in Frasier. Moose. Moose and Moose's son, son. Enzo. And a couple other dogs. But those Isn't are that cool ones. that Moose's son played – do dogs have relationships with their children? It depends. Okay. So Lady Bird met back up with one of her puppies uh-huh. and – growled at her but the thing is puppy smells change when they go through oh. sexual maturity and the puppies were adopted out when they were three months old and then we met up oh with them again when they were like seven months old mm-hmm. I think the dog might have recognized her oh. but no but it was like I don't know it was fine they dug tree roots together it was very sweet let me see wishbone IMDB <laughs> my god what a world what a damn it's just humans. What the fuck? I don't care what uh, humans were. Oh my god, you're not gonna believe the name of this dog. Okay. Full name: Soccer the dog. <laughs> I don't Soccer? know if you could hear. I fully dropped my phone out of uh, just how perfect. Wait a minute. Soccer the dog was born two days before me. <laughs> Whoa! So he May was 17th, getting on. We were the same age. He was getting on when he was doing Wishbone. I know. And then he died right before 9 11. <laughs> Honestly, Wait a minute. I'm glad. Follow the money. <laughs> I'm, glad he, I'm glad soccer didn't have to live in a post 9 11 world. I just don't want to have to explain 9 11 to soccer. <laughs> That's young for a Jack Russell. Um, did you, all the wishbone, thinking of people coming up with wishbone titles is so funny to me. What? On IMDb, for dogs, they also have trivia, like for humans. Uh-huh. Trivia. He liked to eat dry dog food and skinless grilled chicken. <laughs> what a uh, 90s dog. Skinless oh grilled God. chicken. What a thing. Star sign, Taurus. He also liked snack well devil's food cake bites. Oh, my God. The best. Um, Yeah. The, uh, I remember as a kid seeing an episode of Wishbone that was called The Hunchbark of Notre Dame and really <sighs> thinking like, wow, those writers are getting paid every bit of their worth. They get you know? it. The Hound of the Baskervilles to me is still um, – that's what that book is. Yeah. Because it's just Wishbone. Or yeah. did he play did he play um Sherlock? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember don't. I don't remember things. <laughs> I know. How cruel to then ask you what happened in an episode of Wishbone. Um, <laughs> um Who would you cast as the hook? Oh, I was just it's funny you said Andy Sir Andy Circus because I was thinking like Bill Irwin. Oh, who, oh that's I just saw good. his show. Um, he's a show in LA. Yeah, he has a show in LA. It's it's called like Bill Irwin on Samuel Beckett. Oh my god! I saw it with because uh, our friend Shayna Taub worked on yeah. that show Old Hats with him. That's right. Yeah, and she and Matt Gehring, famously of the Red Light Demon story, um, oh uh, took me and Chris. It was super fun. Um, sorry, there's two other dogs who worked on. <laughs> oh my god, so many dogs. Sorry, really quick. No, please. Bear the dog, Slugger the dog, <laughs> Phoebe the dog. Just to clarify who they are. It's crazy that they have the dog as their names. Anna, before we close out. Yes. Um, could I read a short little story that someone submitted? This yes. Is, uh, there's another Urban Legisode one using another story that I want to use next week. But this Perfect. is more of a standalone thing. Uh-huh. And I just thought it would be fun. Thank you. To read. Um, it's from a listener named Griffin. Growing up when I was – he just jumps right in. I love it. Growing up when I was about six, my mom bought her first house, and many things were pretty okay for about the first six months. And then things started to happen. At first, just small things, noises and random shadows my family blamed on our cat Harley, 
or my dog, Sammy. Good names. Then things started to get weirder. Sammy started to go crazy, gnawing on things, constantly running away. One day, I came home early from school and no one was home. I started to hear this crazy laughter upstairs. (gasps) And it got louder and louder, so I ran out of the house and waited till my mom got home. This is very scary. A few weeks later, my mom started to get really sick. We had a friend over who was helping out, and she was sitting in the living room, and her face went pale, and she started pointing at the top of the staircase and saying that there was a a figure standing there. Towards the end, I remember seeing a face, brown shaggy hair, blue-green eyes, uh, uh, peering in my room one late night. No, 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 no. My mom saw the same face when she was puking, (laughs) and she saw him in the reflection of the water. No. She didn't tell anyone till after we moved out. She thought she was going crazy. I thought you were going to say until after she died. <laughs> I told her about him after we moved out, which almost right away she started to get better. Crazy. Oh, no. She did research and found out that back in the 70s, a guy in his 20s got bashed and thrown on a yard in the neighborhood, and it was him. I believe it was our yard. This all happened back in a town called Round Lake, Illinois. I really enjoy the podcast and look no, forward to more content in the future. No, no, no. Um, I was just, since we were on the subject of soccer, the dog, I was thinking of Sammy the dog. Sammy the dog. Thank you, Griffin. Um, Dogs always know. I have to tell myself that you're a liar because I am staying in an Airbnb, which I usually am. <laughs> I love yeah. brand. I love um, Silicon Valley money. Yeah. I love helping them. Right, right. Uh, yeah, this is a scary one. That's so... I thought this was going to be one of those, like, and it turns out we had a squatter in our attic, or like, no. it was our neighbor would come over and watch... There, Like, this took me by surprise and was like an actual ghost story. Also, just the... Like, it has so many elements of a gothic uh, gothic storytelling, which I think is so great, like, mo- like mother getting sick, animals yeah. unrest, you know, uh, a shocking death, a friend who sees a figure at the top of the stairs. Um, Being yeah. tossed in a yard... This is good. This is good, Griffin. You should uh, you should write up a treatment for it. Yeah, Griffin. This feels like uh, a limited series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe like a Hulu six episode. BBC. I feel like BBC would love something like this. Yes. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Please send us stories. We love stuff like this. Send us your scary we ass love stories that scare our asses. Our whole asses off. Scare our whole ass off. Um. And our asshole. Our ass off. Yeah. Andrew, this is really such a we. Anna, Anna and I were talking the other day, and Anna was saying like that this feels like self care to do this oh, podcast yeah. to do a thing with my friend that I like. I know, and our spooky, scary stories. And yeah, it just is so nice to Anna makes me laugh more than anybody else, and to be in a room Andrew. and just be able to laugh and talk about truly the only thing we've ever been interested in, which are our spooky things, is such a treat. You're just the best. You're <laughs> the funniest, best person. Um, and it's exciting that it's around Halloween time. Yeah. But I will also say that Halloween is evergreen. Truly. And Halloween is a year-round thing. There's so no, cu- there's nothing seasonal about Spooky. There's no expiration date on this podcast. Spooky isn't seasonal. That's a good hat. Oh, that is a good hat. Spooky isn't seasonal. Because also, you can find something spooky about any season. When we roll into, into wintertime, I mean, have you ever listened to the most wonderful time of the year? There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmas is long, long ago. I mean, come on. Yeah, I guess that's supposed to be a Christmas carol. But there was a rich Victorian tradition of telling scary stories because there was no Halloween for British people, right. I guess. So like they were like, oh. Sucks for them. <laughs> I feel bad for you. I actually feel bad for you as a country. 
Um, but this was such a pleasure. We thank you all so, so much. Great. Thanks for, for listening. listening. Send us your your asses. We're scary story underscore pod on all platforms. All platforms. And um, can we ask you something? Sorry, would you mind? Would I be able to ask you? Sorry, really quick favor. Get, Get out. out forever. <laughs> Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.